Are your ears painted on? Are you listening? Do you understand? Why do relationships break down? Why do conversations break down? And have you ever been in a conversation that's ended in, you just don't understand or you just aren't listening to me? If you're in a conversation with somebody that you really care about and you don't want that communication to break down, is it possible that we need to use our ears? Now, elephants, I'm sure, don't necessarily use their big ears for listening. But is it possible that as humans, we were given two ears and one mouth for a reason? Uh, Is it possible that the listening is far more important than the talking? Or if I'm going to do any talking, could it be important to listen first so that I can hear what the person is wanting to share with me? Is it possible I'll have a better understanding in a conversation if I'm listening really carefully? And I had to learn this the hard way, and it's one of the reasons why Romax exists because the the four things that we do here every day, which is healthy, fit and strong for a lifetime, career or business that you love, be financially free and have great relationships. Is it possible that all of those have a lot to do with listening and a lot less to do with talking? So if I want to be in great shape, I want to be healthy, fit and strong, do I need to listen to the right people, get the right information? If I want to have a great business, if I want to be successful in my career path, is it possible that I need to have big ears and listen carefully rather than do too much talking. If I want to be financially free, is it possible that that will be more likely if I listen carefully to my customers and my clients, the people in my life, and my personal relationships and or my relationships with my customers and clients? Is it possible that if I ask the right questions and listen carefully, that the relationship uh, might be more effective, might might be more beautiful? So I learned this the hard way and I went to, uh, it's it's even, it sounds weird as I say it, I went to a listening course. In fact, I didn't go, I I didn't go on because I wanted to go, I was sent. An owner of one of the businesses that I was working in suggested that I needed to learn how to listen and I thought that was ridiculous. I know how to listen, I've got two ears. Uh, He suggested to me that perhaps my ears were painted on and I needed to learn how to listen more carefully because if I wanted to be successful in business and in life, that I needed to have better listening skills. And this wasn't just a one-day course or a two-day course or uh, something that I did over a period of time for fun. This was a two-week intense course on how to be a better listener. And even as I share that with you, it sounds a really long time to learn how to listen. And... All I can share with you is that not only did I learn so much, but I learned that I really didn't know very much at all about how to be a great communicator and that I need to keep learning every single day. And is it possible that we only learn by listening, we don't learn by talking? So if I'm doing all the talking, is it possible that the gas that's coming out of my mouth is stuff that I already know? If I ask the right questions and listen to the people that I ask the question of, is it possible that I could actually learn something, learn more, get better at what I do? So I learned the hard way, literally, because I had to. I was sent to this course because I was passionate and I was excited and enthusiastic about life and I wanted to be really good at what I did, but I didn't know how to listen. So if I were to wrap up that course in a very simple uh, philosophy, it was simply... Shut up, Rowie. How can you learn anything if you're doing the talking? So the simple steps of being a great listener go like this. Lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, actively listen. Pause before replying. 
And if you put all of those together, it sounds like common sense. Because if you want somebody to know that you're listening, would you lean forward and maintain eye contact or would you look around? And have you ever been in one of those conversations where you know the person's not listening to you because they're not even looking at you? They've got closed body language. Anything that stops me, whether it's a barrier in front of me, whether I've got my arms crossed, anything that comes between me and the person that's talking now becomes a barrier. And when you want to be good at sales, if you want to be good at communication, if you want to be good at uh, getting your message across, is it possible that you never want to have a barrier between you and the person who's listening or, or the person that you should be listening to? So lean forward and uh, obviously, again, that's common sense because if you've been in a conversation where the person's been leaning back, arms crossed and looking around, and obviously the person's not interested in what you've got to say. But if you lean forward, maintain eye contact, open up your body language, so palms up, lean forward, everything's open, and now it's about actively listening. So it's not about talking, it's not about giving your opinion, it's not about giving your advice, it's not about butting in. Uh, Have you ever been in a conversation where every time you make a statement or you, you are talking, somebody just butts in and either disagrees with you or adds their opinion in? Uh, And that's the interesting one about the pause before replying. So lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, actively listen, and then pause before replying. If I'm chatting with you and you can automatically start talking as soon as I stop talking, doesn't that mean that you were thinking about what you were going to say while I was talking? I'll rephrase that. If I want you to know that I'm listening to you, I have to lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, actively listen, and then before I can respond to what you've had to say, don't I have to think about it? If I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next before I speak, is it possible that I wasn't listening to what you had to say? And that's the tough one that I learned, that it's not only sophisticated and stylish to pause before replying, it's a great communication skill. But it automatically tells your listener subconsciously, your listener or the person that you are talking to, that you are listening to what they had to say and you can't reply until you think about what they were going to say or what they were saying. Now, here's the really interesting thing. When I started putting this into practice, what I found was that when I paused before making comment, the people just kept talking. And isn't that awesome? Because if somebody continues to talk, doesn't that mean they have more to say? Which means I can now listen more and I will learn more about the person. And the reason I share this so passionately is have you ever been in a conversation where you have assumed what the person meant or the conversation ended in you just don't understand or you weren't listening and our communication breaks down because we don't get as much information as possible. Now, as a boss, a leader, a coach, and I was, a, uh, I was learning this as I was becoming uh, very successful as a manager of health clubs all over the world, and I needed to listen to my members, I needed to listen to my team players, uh, particularly my team players, because I was very young. I started managing health clubs when I was 18, and most of the people that were on my team were much older than me. And our perspective on life is different, our life experience is different, our knowledge about all sorts of things is different. So if I talk and talk and talk and talk, I don't know anything about the person that I'm talking to, then could I make an absolute fool of myself? And I promise you I've done that so many times where I've talked too much, haven't listened, assumed too much about the other person, and then I end up in a situation where I've just made a fool of myself 
uh, embarrassed myself, it's been awkward, it's been uncomfortable, or the relationship is completely broken down. And I'm sharing that with you because I'd love you to learn from my mistakes. Please don't make the same mistakes that I have. And if I, again, if I wrap that up very simply, it just means shut the hell up, broey, and do more listening than you do talking. I have two ears and one mouth, and maybe there's a correlation there. And I'll go a bit further. It was suggested at my listening course that I should be listening 80% of the time, only doing 20% of the talking. And the 20% of the talking that I'm doing is just asking questions. Because if I give somebody my advice, or if I tell them what to do, or I tell them about me, uh, I was taught that that was disrespectful and irresponsible and selfish. Because ultimately, people don't care about me. They care about what I can do for them. And how can I do anything for anybody if I don't know as much about them as possible? And how can I find out about people if I don't ask questions and listen? Lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen. And people share with me every day that their relationship's not working, or they're not making enough sales in their business, or their relationship with their family isn't working, or their, a teenager doesn't get on with their parents, or the parents don't get on with the teenager. Partners fight all the time. And that beautiful part of life where you have great people in your life who are respectful and kind and you respect them and you're kind to them, how can we attract great people into our life if we don't become great listeners, if we don't understand? And how can we understand if we don't ask great questions and listen to the answers? So there's two parts to superb communication. 20% of the talking, the first part, is asking questions and then 80% is listening. If you have a personal relationship with somebody, so it's your partner or your somebody in your family, yes, it's been suggested that conversation should become 50-50. So you do half of the talking and they do half of the talking, and that's what, what a personal relationship is all about. But it's also been suggested by the best of the best, neuroscientists, psychologists, psychiatrists, relationship experts, that we should seek first to understand, we should seek first to listen before we talk, before we want to be understood. So if I'm the selfless person in a relationship, so I ask the questions and do the listening, is it possible that the person who cares about me and loves me will re respond in kind? So then they will ask me questions and listen, and that's where the 50-50 comes from. But what a great thing to take note of in any relationship if you're asking all the questions and you're doing all the listening and the other person just keeps talking and talking and they don't ask you any questions and they don't listen to you talk, what kind of a relationship is that? Another great question to ask and a very personal one. When was the last time you were in a conversation with anybody, but particularly somebody that you're close to, somebody that you care about, and you could talk, you could just talk and talk and talk. The person that you were talking to didn't interrupt, they didn't give their opinion, they didn't pass judgment, they didn't add in their two cents worth, they just let you talk without interrupting. It's one of those special gifts that I think that we can give the people in our life that we care about. And as an exercise professional, as a personal exercise coach, as a manager of a health club, when I learnt how to do that, which was shut the hell up, Rowie, ask questions and listen to the answers and don't interrupt, don't pass judgment, don't tell people what to do, don't give your advice, just ask questions and listen. And what I found was two things. 
One is that my customers and clients and my members wanted to invest time with me because they felt like I was genuinely interested in them because I was. And how can I prove to anybody that I'm genuinely interested if I don't ask questions and I don't listen? And most importantly, if I really care about somebody, how can I help them? How could I even begin to give advice if I don't ask as many questions as possible? So a great question that I ask all personal exercise coaches, how much do you know about the people that you're aiming to help? And not just what's their name and how old are they and what their goals are. But one of the things that that makes a great personal exercise coach, and I used to call myself a personal trainer, and of course I don't do that anymore because, and probably because of this reason, because so many personal trainers who think they know everything, then just deliver information without asking questions and without listening. And I can share that so passionately because that was me. I talked too much. I didn't ask any questions and I didn't listen and it got me into a stack of trouble. But if I'm always genuinely interested in my customers, my clients, my members, my, the people who are important to me, close to me, uh, my personal relationships, uh, here's a great thing to consider and something that I always share with personal exercise coaches. Every time I invest time with somebody, shouldn't I learn more about them? So if I give you three tips to being a great personal exercise coach or just being a great person, it might go a bit like this. If somebody invests time with you, uh, what's the, what did you learn about them? What's the new thing that you know about them? Did you make them laugh? Did you make them feel good about themselves? So that's, did you give them compliments? Did you praise them? Did you give them, did they leave their, their time with you feeling happier, better, uh, they had a giggle, they had a laugh, and they felt like they were important to you. And how can somebody feel important to you if you don't ask them questions and you don't listen? So if I wrap all of that up, do we need big ears? Uh, Big elephant, African elephant ears would be awesome. (laughs) We have two ears and one mouth. Perhaps that's the percentage that we should use them in, but again, the experts suggest more. 80% listening, 20% talking, and the 20% that we talk is just the questions that we ask. And why is that important? If you want to have great relationships, which I think is about living life to the max, whether if I'm healthy, fit and strong and I've got a career or business that I love and I'm financially free, that's all about me. But wouldn't it be nice to have somebody to share that with, to have a beautiful group, group of people in my life who respect me and I respect them. We like each other, we want to invest time together and we are genuinely interested in each other. And how do we do that if we have poor communication skills? And those two skills are not, it's not like you've got to have some kind of special genius. It's just simply ask questions and listen to the answers. Ask questions, listen to the answers, and then ask three more questions about each answer. And then lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen. Uh, If you want your relationships to be great, if you want the people in your life to love investing time with you, if you want to reduce the stress in your life because you don't argue, you don't fight, you don't have disagreements, because how can you have a disagreement with somebody when you're genuinely interested in their point of view? It's always that the perfect, and I just think this is the perfect gift as a communication skill. When you're listening to somebody talk, it's simply this, I don't understand where you're coming from. I'm not you, but I want to understand because I care about you, so please talk to me. Lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen. 
if you want to attract beautiful people into your life, if you want to have respectful people in your life, if you want to have relationships with people that add value to your life, could it be a really good idea to have superb communication skills? Two simple things. Ask more questions, listen to the answers, ask more questions about the answers, and then lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen. The skill, the art of superb communication, is that something that we should all learn? What a great idea.